Hey there, cool cats and kittens. Welcome to Just Nas Science Podcast, where each episode we find the worst science-related posts on social media and get just a little salty about them. I'm Lauren. And I'm Nick. And with each episode, we have three goals. The first is to promote higher thinking. The second is to educate. And the third is to make you laugh. This is a comedy podcast after all. This week's episode is near and dear to my heart because we're going to discuss the weird and maniacal Netflix series, Tiger King. Having interned at a big cat sanctuary in the past, I have a unique perspective on the circus that is Exotic Joe. And as we always promise new episodes every Tuesday, we wanted to make sure we got one ready to go for you this week. But tomorrow, we are going to be adding in an interview with an old friend and boss, the curator of Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge, Emily McCormick. She will discuss some of the details surrounding Exotic Joe and his practices and how a true big cat sanctuary should run. So the show came at a good time while everyone's quarantined because there are an abundance of tweets and memes about it. And one of the first memes I saw, it it said, there are three things that are certain in life. Death, taxes, Carol definitely fed her husband to a tiger. (laughs) Yeah, that's one side of Carol Baskin and Big Cat Rescue. I wasn't really aware of before the show that she had this cloud surrounding her. Um, let me tell you something. People are really into that aspect of the show. Most of what I see is about whether or not she killed her husband. Yeah. And it's interesting because there is one part in the show where one of the tigers starts biting on Joe Exotic's foot and he gets all pissed off and the tiger starts dragging him around. And he's convinced that somebody sprayed like a certain cologne on his shoe to get the tigers interested in and have him like hurt. And then they cut to Carol Baskin. She's like, well, that's ridiculous, cologne. She's like, if you really want to make a tiger eat you, you put sardine oil on them. <laughs> like, wait, what? Is, Why would you know that? Is, is that a thing, sardine oil? I, I have never heard of or, or used or known anyone to use sardine oil with cats. I'm sure it would work great. I do know of a cologne that does work really well. It's Calvin Klein's obsession for men because it's really musky. I don't know that it would make them bite or attack someone. It just would probably make them rub up against you like crazy. Is that why you bought that for me for Christmas? <laughs> oh, shit, folks. If you don't hear from me tomorrow. But another uh, really funny meme I found was another reason I stopped planning so much is because if you asked me in January, what I'd be doing in March? Locked inside, learning about the life of a gay redneck tiger breeder would not have been my answer. Yeah, I'd say this last month or so in the U.S., a real wrench has been thrown in our plans. This is not how any of us saw us ourselves spending our time. That's pretty much what I expected. <laughs> this is about par for the course for me. And the last meme I found, it says, <laughs> I'm telling my kids that this was Steve Irwin. And it's a picture of Joe Exotic <laughs> holding a tiger. No, please, no. Don't tarnish a good Steve Irwin's <laughs> name with this man. This maniac. Someone also said, I'm telling my kids this was Sonny and Cher. <laughs> they could do that. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of memes out there and tweets that are like, this woman said, I want to just say thank you to Joe for recording every aspect of his life because I wouldn't have believed half the shit without seeing it. Because, yeah, it is. 
it is wild. And I have to say, for the longest time, I was holding out like, I'm not going to watch this shit. I know who this man is. I know what he does. I can't stand him and I don't want to support him. But then when we decided we were going to do an episode on Tiger King, and this would be a good time to talk about like the difference between zoos, sanctuaries, and what a good sanctuary looks like, I figured I have to do my due diligence and watch this train wreck. Which is good. One of us has to watch it. I didn't. And just seeing the way everybody's talking about this Joe Exotic guy and, and all the shit that's surrounding, it sounds fucking wild to me. Like I don't understand this guy at all i think it's kind of cool that you haven't seen it and i like it just brings a certain perspective like two different views on this like you're hearing the stuff through the grapevine and you're just like what is going on and then i have like a little bit more of like a background knowing about this guy years prior and it's it's just interesting to see it unfold in front of the public's eye like learning about this maniac and I think this one tweet sums up really well. He says that Tiger King doc- documentary is so batshit crazy. An infamous drug lord who served as inspiration for Scarface is the most normal guy in the whole thing. <laughs> that, that can't be good for anybody involved. Yeah, so that about sums it up in case you were wondering. But yeah, he that man's like the voice of reason in the show almost. Like totally clear-headed, he seems, <laughs> like, compared to everyone else who was like, out of their damn minds was he telling people to like not be chilling with tigers and shit because that's the only thing i could think that the guy who served as the inspiration for scarface could contribute to this (laughs) no i mean he owns cats too but i'd say of the people who own cats inappropriately he seemed the most normal cool 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 cool. (laughs) why don't we talk a little bit about tigers i know like myself i don't really know much about them So maybe I can learn some stuff here. So where are tigers actually native to? So obviously they used to have a much larger range than they do now, but they're mainly found in areas like Southeast Asia to China to Russia. Because you have like your Sumatran tigers who would be in Southeast Asia. You had a South China tiger, which I believe is now extinct, or maybe they're only in zoos, but extinct in the wild. And then you have your Siberian tiger in Russia. I don't know what any of that means. Anyway, <laughs> but so you see all these people with these tigers and, and they look enormous in pictures and videos, but how big are they actually? So there's a well-accepted range of 220 to 660 pounds, but I'd say the average tiger is usually around 400 pounds, but the Siberian is typically the biggest subspecies. I mean, that's still fucking huge, like 400 pounds. I, I don't want that on top. Of, I mean, I do kind of want that on top of me, but like, I don't what? act. <laughs> I'm just saying if like, I was going to have. Why would you want to be smothered to death by that? I mean, no, not not to death. Adorably, like I wouldn't stop a tiger from nuzzling me because I couldn't. But if a tiger wanted to be like, ooh, I want to lay up and curl, you know, curl up next to him. You just wouldn't have a choice is what would happen. <laughs> I'd be that tiger's bitch. So people try to own tigers. And we talked about this a little bit during our one of our other episodes on the problems with owning exotic pets. Can you tell us what do tigers eat? Now, I'm pretty sure most people can guess this, but let's just hear it from someone with more knowledge than myself. Well, obviously, they eat raw meat, right? But a lot of people don't take into account how much they eat. And so it seems like a great idea to have this cute tiger cub as a pet until it gets older. And then they eat you poor, basically, because it can take anywhere between 6000 to $10,000 a year to feed one of these cats. 
How many pizza rolls do you think a tiger wolf can eat? <laughs> Endless amounts. Because <laughs> that's if you looked in our freezer, that's really all I can feed it. <laughs> this was definitely talked about in Tiger King, like how much it is to feed these cats. They they basically asked the different facilities. Joe Exotic said he's able to keep the cost down to about three thousand a year, just because they do get a lot of donated meats from Walmart. And I'd say a lot of sanctuaries do rely on some donated meats like that. Definitely helps cut the cost. Not every meat that's donated can you use. You don't want to use like seasoned stuff and whatnot. They don't have that fancy of a taste. Um, Sometimes you get things like downed cows during birthing season that die. Um, That will help. All in all, it's thousands of dollars. Can you tell us, tigers, are they social? Like, what do they, how do they like interact Yeah, so a lot of people kind of don't realize this, but tigers are solitary. So when you own more than one and you try to put them in a pen together, it doesn't always go so well because they like to have their own space. They like to be by themselves. I know people will sometimes look at a tiger by themselves in an enclosure and be like, oh, he's all by himself. Because we typically tend to like portray our feelings of wanting to be social on them. But that's not true. And it can lead to issues housing them together. And what about owning tigers as pets? Like how many people own tigers and how many give them up and stuff like that? Oh, man. Um, So there are currently more tigers or captive tigers in the U.S. being owned as pets or, you know, roadside attractions than there are left in the wild. The captive tiger population is anywhere between 7,000 and 10,000 in the U.S. alone. Um, But the number can be much higher because there is no official registry because there you can really buy these fairly easily. Tigers, per se, are supposed to be illegal to buy and sell because they are listed as endangered. But in terms of like wildlife trade and the buying and selling of these animals, there's really not a lot of legislation surrounding that. Nate Bergazzi is a comedian and he and he talks about why would people want to buy guns when you could buy a tiger. He's like, it's so easy to buy a tiger, and they never miss. Like a gun, you can shoot and you miss, <laughs> but a tiger, you're not going to miss. It's like Even if your tiger attacks and they get away from the first one, it's like, man, your tiger sucks. You know, He missed. It's like, not for long, and, and he is mad. <laughs> so, okay, Joe Exotic... Did he work at a zoo or did he work at a sanctuary? What's the difference between them? That's a great question in terms of his background. I don't think Joe really had much of a background in proper animal care. And he bought the zoo when he wanted to after his brother passed away. But there is a very big difference. He does not run a sanctuary. He runs a exploitative zoo type facility. I don't even want to call it a zoo either. I honestly don't know what to call it. But it's a pay-to-play type facility where you can come in, you could pay a good amount of money to be hands-on with typically cubs and get your pictures taken with them and touch them and feed them, all that good stuff. Or not good stuff, I should say. But it's what seems really attractive to people. The kind of shit, like if you were to go on Tinder, everybody has pictures of their trip to Thailand with tiger cubs. Yeah, it's really annoying. I think they stopped that, stopped allowing those pictures. Tinder? Some, or was it Instagram? How there was a big push, a big campaign. How the fuck do you know about that? <laughs> there was a big campaign on one of those sites to stop tiger selfies because of the abuse surrounding it. I've just remembered from years before we met, Nick, don't mm-hmm. worry. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
fucking keep going. So the term sanctuary isn't regulated. So you're going to have to do a little research into figuring out how the place operates to see if they're a true sanctuary. They're going to house animals for life. Okay, They don't buy or sell them. They only rescue. Um, they're a nonprofit. Big one is that they don't breed. All right, so a sanctuary should spay and neuter their animals because they don't want to add to the pet ownership problem. And there's no hands-on with the public and the animals, all right? No photo ops, things like that. And when it comes to zoos, there are two major types of zoos. There's AZA accredited, which you want to look for. And then there's ZAA, which is basically like private zoos, private ownership, more along the lines of what I, I'm assuming Joe Exotic was probably ZAA, if he was even labeled as anything. AZA can exchange animals or genetic material for the continuation of a species through what's called an SSP or a species survival plan. And they often do that to help, like I said, continue on the species for those that are endangered. They do it with orangutans, they do it with cheetahs, things like that. It's really good to prevent inbreeding and they track the genetics of each animal. So that is a great thing that comes out of AZA zoos. So what's some of the shit that's going on in Tiger King that's getting so much attention? So there's a major feud going on in the animal world. And that's between Joe Exotic from, Ti you know, GW Zoo, the Tiger King. And the other half is Carol Baskin, who runs Big Cat Rescue down in Tampa, Florida. The feud between them actually got so bad and there was so much hate between them that Joe Exotic actually hired someone to murder Carol Baskin. And so he's currently serving a 22-year sentence for murder for hire. He obviously didn't succeed, though. She owns a legit rescue, right? A legit sanctuary like I just talked about. Joe Exotic does not. He breeds like crazy. He breeds to sell, to use these cubs as props and photo ops. He normally, like, the second these cubs sometimes are born, they are pulling them out of the cage with a rebar, taking them away from the mother. Like, really messed up stuff. He tends to think that Carol Baskin's kind of a hypocrite because he says, like, everyone does this stuff, but that's really not true. Those practices that he does are really outdated. Um, he goes in the enclosures with these full-grown cats, too, which is a huge no-no. Like, I know Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge, where I interned, there is no touching at all, even through the fence, right? Because you, you just don't want to give the opportunity for any accidents to happen, to have to shoot a cat, God forbid something happens, right? But Joe Exotic has had some shit go down at his zoo. He had a zookeeper lose an arm at his zoo. Basically got that footage and put it on Tiger King. I was going to ask, how the fuck does that happen? But I'm, I have an idea. Yeah, apparently she had her arm into the cage. And I didn't put two and two together until I saw the memes, because the memes don't lie. But during the shot when this happens, Joe is wearing an EMT bomber jacket. Never again is he seen wearing this jacket. So you know he definitely heard about the accident over the radio, decided to first go put that jacket on for the cameras and then go attend to the attack while proceeding to ask the woman if she was okay. Like, mm, no, my arm just got ripped off. And then in another episode, they showed Joe Exotic getting dragged down by his boot by a cat. When that happens, you're not going to win. You're not going to outmuscle a 400 pound cat unless you shoot them or someone else distracts them in some other way you know i i practiced martial arts for a number of years now and i have zero confidence i could take down a tiger yeah it's just not i could fight a coyote i can kick the <laughs> shit out of a coyote 
Um, oh my God, I fucking, Nick, stop talking about fighting a coyote. I <laughs> dare a coyote to come up to me, <laughs> but I, I'm not taking my chance for like a fucking tiger or bear or some shit. Like, yeah, no, you just look like a fool. Before you mentioned that there are more tigers in captivity than there are in the wild. So how many tigers are actually in the wild? So as of right now, there are 3,900 tigers accounted for. So yes, they are on, on the endangered species list. And hopefully those numbers will continue to grow and they won't become extinct if we put the proper wildlife trade restrictions on them and stop habitat destruction. What can we do to help preserve this species? So a big thing that's being pushed in the U.S. by a lot of the sanctuaries like Big Cat Rescue and Turpentine Creek. And this was mentioned in the Tiger King documentary because Carol Baskin often goes to D.C. to push the Big Cat Safety Act. Um, And this will essentially stop private ownership of big cats because it's really just a state-by-state type of law now. Um, This would be like a federal law. Put an end to hands-on interactions with big cats, pay-to-play schemes, photo ops, things like that. So places like Joe Exotic's GW Zoo, Doc Antle's Place, Tigers, and uh, Myrtle Beach – they feel extremely threatened by this because they feel like their whole facility revolves around this pay-to-play thing. So if this law passes, they would have to change their whole scheme or they would have to close down. Wait, this big cat safety thing isn't even a law yet? No. What the fuck? Yeah, no. It's crazy to think how little legislation is around this. Holy shit. And as batshit crazy as these people seem... They're not dumb. Some of the shit they do to get back at each other is really calculated. Like Doc Antle took a bunch of monkeys, cubs, all these cute animals literally to D.C. so all the congressmen can play with them, take photo ops, and be like, oh, this can't be a bad, cruel practice. Look at us. We're having so much fun. They're adorable. Then when Carol Baskin comes up and she's like, this is cruel. We shouldn't be doing this. The congressmen are going to be like, but they seem so happy and we had such a great time. How can this be so bad? So Damn, they know what they're savage. Yeah, they know what they're doing, unfortunately. So we got some of the, you know, important stuff out there, but let's let's play a game for a minute. How do you think Carol Baskin killed her husband? <laughs> I mean, shoot. Like everybody obviously says that they fed him to the tiger. But like how do you feed a grown man to a tiger without him fighting back and shit i guess if you had sedated him or or incapacitated him some other way and then you fed him to the tigers or you were able to well they said there was no blood or anything so it's not like she probably put him through the meat grinder or cut him up because then there'd be like a lot of blood although his daughters and first wife did ask to have the meat grinder checked for dna the meat grinder was not checked i guess initially they're saying that the initial investigation really wasn't handled well there i mean if she was smart she just would have bleached it but whatever but even like they found one of his vans at the airport and then before they even went through the vans for fingerprints and everything apparently they dropped the van back off at her place for three days before they even came to check it oh that's just bad policing like that's really bad investigative work for me, that's just hearsay. That's what they said in the documentary. I can't say for sure. But I'm sure if I were Carol Baskin, <laughs> I would feed them to the tigers. I think that would be my best chance of getting rid of yeah, but them. Like, do they eat the bone too? I know hyenas eat bone. Okay, but like she didn't feed them to hyenas. This isn't the hyena king. I know. Well, I, know. I, I can't remember. 
I mean, they ate a lot of the chicken bones. I don't know if they would eat full-on human bones. They're really big, and I don't have experience with that. Um, You know, a lot of the cow bones they didn't eat. Okay, so that's a start, right? That's semi-comparable in a a shitty way. A lot easier to eat those bones than, like, you know, chicken wing bones. You know, those are a lot more breakable and fragile, but, I mean, they can eat some. Do I think they would sit there and eat an entire skeleton willfully? Probably not. Yeah, so, like, the idea that this guy got fed to the tigers without having gone through a meat grinder and stuff or whatever. When I first heard this, I'm picturing this woman just, like, fucking full-on 300 Spartan kicking this dude into a tiger pit. (laughs) Yeah, I think there would definitely be remains from that. That's unfortunate. Joe Exotic thinks he's under the septic tank at the facility. Why he thinks that, I don't know. Yeah, but do you understand that you gotta dig up the septic tank, which... You're not doing by yourself. And she said it was there before her husband disappeared. So yeah, you're gonna. She said what was there? The, the septic. septic tank. Okay. I mean, you can. There would be records of that. You know, there's records of when the septic tank would be installed. So if it was before his death, cool. And then you're gonna dig up the septic tank, which again would have records to throw a body in. If it's done legally, yeah. Right. I mean, I guess you could pay people enough to do anything. Oh yeah. If we get a septic tank installed, please. Question Lauren. Like she <laughs> if I mysteriously go missing, she is the first suspect. We don't even have a septic tank. Not yet. Not not until you get one installed. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of like tit for tat type stuff. And and the animal world, the zoo world, whatever you want to call it, is very small. There's not what, there's like a zoo per city, if that even. So a lot of people know of other people, different facilities. People move around in this world a lot between different facilities. So Joe Exotic is not new to me, and I knew a lot about this. I knew that he was in a thruple before this. I knew that he ran for president. I don't take this man seriously, but I had no idea that they were doing this documentary on him back when I was still working at and interning at Turpentine Creek, and I had applied for Big Cat Rescue. Man, that would have been so good. Not the potentially losing your arm part. Well, Big Cat Rescue is the legit place. Oh, okay. I would not work at GW Zoo with Joe Exotic, please. I don't fucking know. I take one look at that man and be like, mm-mm, mm-mm, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, obviously, he was running for president. Like, somebody believes in him. That's going to do it for us today. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and especially share it. It's a small thing, but it means a whole lot to us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at just NA Science. That's just NA Science. You can also go to our website at justmassscience.com. While you're there, you can read blog posts, check out other shows we were on, and submit questions or topics for future episodes. And as always, we put out new episodes every Tuesday. Thanks again for listening, guys. Later, nerds. Later, Gator. Later, Gator.